Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bia Boss Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Bia, entrepreneur and business coach for women of color, BIPOC, and queer entrepreneurs. And before we dive in, I want to remind you of a couple things. Number one, if this podcast has been on your rotation lately and has given you value in any way, please please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and or rating on Spotify. If you have already, thank you. And please consider sharing the link to three friends to keep the momentum of this podcast strong. Number two, come on over to BeABossCoaching.com and get on my email list. Through there, you will receive insights and tips and opportunities that will only enhance your entrepreneur journey. Of course, I share my podcast episodes, but I'm also a blogger and you will be the first to know of any new articles and opportunities. And number three, I am currently testing out a new service called the Power Clarity Call, where you receive coaching on a specific challenge, decision or setback. And this call will take up to 90 minutes. It doesn't have to take the full 90 minutes, but The 90 minutes are there if needed. It is free and you receive two weeks of email follow-up after our call. Now, this offer, I am currently offering it because I would like to launch this. I am beta testing it and I would love to receive a couple new testimonials. So I'm aiming for two to three more testimonials and if you're interested come on over to my link in bio on Instagram where you can book a beta power clarity call. It's completely free. And I want to share with you a testimonial from someone who actually did the call with me. This testimonial is from Cindy Macias of Cinditas Tintita where she says, and I quote, Beatriz was all ears and helped me get clear about my needs. The resources provided to me were useful in helping me identify what I was looking for with my business slash business idea. Her expertise really shines through and allowed me to see my business with a new lens. So shout out to Cindy for that testimonial and don't miss out on the free offer. And I would love to hear about you and what setback, challenge or decision you would like to receive coaching for. The goal of the call is for you to leave with clarity, with insight, and with strategic next steps for how to tackle your challenge, your setback, or decision that you've been thinking through. Okay, let's dive in. I'm so psyched to share this episode with you today. In this episode, I talked to Kita Suleta of Kita Suleta Photo and Cafecito con Jefa's community. Kita is a brand strategist and photographer born and raised in LA, as well as a host of her own podcast, also called the Cafecito con Jefa's podcast. I'm so excited for you to hear her story, sharing her truly passionate energy. Let's get into it and enjoy. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Be A Boss Coaching Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. I am so excited to share this episode with you today. I have 
I want to say the one and only <laughs> Kita Suleta. And before we move forward, I just want to say I love the name Kita because I know you've said how it's a nickname for Jessica. I mm-hmm. thought that was so cute. I'm like, oh my God, that is so cute. I love it so much. But if you could say again who you are, introduce yourself and what you do, and we'll take it from there. Perfect. Firstly, thank you so much, Bia, for having me on your show. It is an honor to be sitting here with you, especially having had you coming to Cafecito. And I know we're going to get into more about what all of that is, but I'm just so grateful to be a part of your show that I've had the privilege to watch you launch. And now I'm here as a guest. So I'm really excited to be here and have this conversation with you. So thank you so much for having me. To everyone else, hello. And if you are not already familiar with who I am, my name is Kita Zuleta. As Bia said, it is short for Jessiquita. Kita is the nickname that I hold on to, like my creative name, or I guess someone would say your artist name, right? And it has become a part of now my brand when it comes to now anything entrepreneurial. But my trade. My job is a brand strategist and photographer. So I specialize in working with jefas, female small business owners, and I help them understand the concept of personal branding, really just wanting to see how I can help and assist them with their online presence. And so showing up online can mean such a wide variety of things now. So depending on my client's needs, their brand goals, their capacity, where they're comfortable and how they're comfortable showing up, what their ideal clients need. Those are the kinds of things that we work through for work. And so I'm able to help strategically trying to figure out that brand strategy part and how they can present themselves. And then of course, on the photography side, I get the privilege of working with Hefez and taking their photos. So it also is like this full circle thing where I get to create imagery that showcases that brand personality and showcasing the jefas in their element and how they want to visually present themselves to the world. And so that is my job, if you will, my business. And I am also a community and podcast host for Cafecito con Jefas. It is a community that now has been going for a year and two months or so. And I host weekly Cafecito and co-working sessions. So what that is, is we co-work for the first hour. So from 11 a.m. to noon Pacific time, we sit on a Zoom call in silence and just work on whatever it is that uh, we have on our to-do list as jefas. And we just work alongside one another and body double. And with that, after the body doubling, we get to sit and enjoy uh, 30 minutes of Cafecito, where we just introduce ourselves, practice speaking our names in the room, practice introducing ourselves, truly support one another's journeys and network um, in a space that is safe and in community without the anxiety of competition and really just wanting to provide a space that 
helps us as entrepreneurs and as jefas because this road can be lonely. <laughs> and that's what that space is, as well as the podcast to lift up fellow jefas stories. So the whole goal behind Cabecito con Jefas is to really create community and a space. And we're going to have workshops launching at the end of this month. So things like that to be able to help close the knowledge gap for Hefas and really help us on our entrepreneurial journey. Doesn't matter what season you may be in, but also lifting up stories via the podcast and then coming together via the co-working and very soon in-person event. So I'm just, there's a lot going on for your girl. <laughs> That's just as bullet pointed as I can probably <laughs> break it down. Those are the biggest roles and hats that I claim as Hefa, as uh, a boss, is being able to say that my business is brand strategy and photography, but very much so community. It's camaraderie there. It's home. It's my fellow Hefas there, just like yourself. And so it's been a beautiful journey so far getting to this place where I have these titles. It's been a journey and I'm excited to share a bit more, but that's just a bit about me. Okay, so thank you for all of that, Kita. You do so much for Hefas, for the community. And it really has been because of you that I've been able to connect with people and create connections. I'm actually meeting with my friend for the first time in person tomorrow. Uh, my friend Angel. Yeah, okay. I'm meeting. Yeah, I'm so excited. So I'm going to meet her in person. But anyway, I thank you for all of that. I want to jump into your upbringing. I know you grew up here in South LA. And I want to ask how your upbringing impacted your decision to start your business. Mm. Like you said, I was born and raised in LA. Shout out to the hood. I was raised in Linwood. And it was at the age of 15 that we moved on up out of the hood to Downey. Downey is now probably considered a bit more hood than not. But back when I was 15 and we moved was exactly the year 2000. Yes, I'm dating myself. But growing up in not just the hood, but here in Southern California in amongst fellow first gen, my parents are immigrants. My father is from El Salvador and my mother's from Mexico. And really the entrepreneurial bug is really just in the blood via my grandfather. And so my grandfather on my dad's side, what didn't he do? It was something where he was a tailor and he had a food truck when he was here in LA at one point. My grandma would sell cremas and quesos back in um, El Salvador and but grandpa, he even started, actually, he founded a school in El Salvador as well. And But when, even when he came to the States, he did the food truck that I was saying. They opened a 99 cent store. Like it was always this thing where he was doing anything possible that he could in order to provide to be able to make money. And so I feel like I just inherited that from him. My father was his one of the hardest working people I know, and he really values stability and something he wanted to provide for our family. It was that. And despite that entrepreneurial bug in our genes, he worked the same job for 40 years or at the same company, mejor dicho, because he worked his way up 
over the course of those 40 years and proudly retired a couple years ago. And when it came to myself wanting to do and pursue entrepreneurship, at first it was a little hard in the sense that I always, I didn't know what it was going to look like, but I knew that I just wanted to pursue something of my own. It was something where making something and selling something that I made or I've had an Etsy shop in the past or when I first started with photography, like just the idea of pursuing something that I love and being able to do that for others. And not just that I love, but certain areas of my work, it's a skill that has been crafted. Like I'm, I'm good at what I do. And so not only is it something I enjoy but I'm good at it. And so then when I'm legitimately helping my clients with X cosa, like it just, it fills you up in at a different way. And so I've been pursuing entrepreneurship now for over the course of the last nine years, but subtract the two years from the pandemic because we were very event heavy and large group gathering heavy um, with our photo business prior to the pandemic. So as the pandemic shut that down, um, we shut down as well. So uh, we had those two years off, if you will, from pursuing that. Although actually, now that I think about it, we alongside we were living with my parents at the time, like when the pandemic first hit. But now that I think about it, we actually still were doing a different version of an entrepreneurial thing where we actually were making masks because my mom's a seamstress. So nos pusimos todos and we started selling them to the community that we know locally. Anybody who couldn't find masks couldn't figure that out with their family. We just figured out. And, but I just clicked right now like we were always doing something. <laughs> Because we have, we run a little bit different. I'm a neurodivergent. I have ADHD and we run a bit creatively, a little faster. And there's always something we want to be doing. That's really how, I guess, where I came from has affected my entrepreneurial journey in the sense that it's a part of who I've always been and part of my family, not just my grandfather, but there are other entrepreneurs in the family. But really that desire to want to pursue something that I enjoy doing and that it's my own. And so, that was what pulled on me was I wasn't sure what it was or what it was going to look like or what the business was. I didn't grow up, although I always had a camera in hand, I didn't have this thing like, oh, I want to be a branding photographer. Or I want to know about marketing. Of course, that wasn't something like I wasn't calculating those things, but just having something of, of my own, something that I can pursue and I'm passionate about, that's always been a part of me. That's incredible. That's incredible. And I'm just glad that you have really found that passion to pursue entrepreneurship because you role model a different side of entrepreneurship. Like you said, even though I know you've talked about having ADHD and being neurodivergent, that's not something that we see typically in the entrepreneurial space. And I believe that a lot of what it means to share our stories and why it's so important to share who we are as entrepreneurs is so that others that may have that same experience can feel that it's possible. So I'm so happy that you're doing this. Thank you for being here and for sharing that that side of you. All right. I know something that I really have connected about you 
has been you don't shy away from letting us into who you are. I'm curious about your internal challenges that you faced as you started to think about your business. I'm wondering what internal challenges you were facing as you pursued this and what was coming up for you? Oh, man. There's quite a few, I guess, starting points that I can reference. Um, as I said and like to say, I've been per pursuing a version of entrepreneurship for a long time. These nine years is really since I started my photography business. But prior to that, the first glimpse of entrepreneurship was being a salesperson, selling like household cutlery, like Cutco knives. And but <clears throat> when it comes to challenges to as starting an entrepreneurial journey, I think I'll probably I will reference the most recent rebrand, if you will, the most recent start, which is coming back from the pandemic, right? And I'll reference that because. I think it will be most relevant, at least to my current audience and the community. And I think you'll be able to understand what I'm talking about, too, where this rebrand, this new start came from after shutting down after the pandemic for myself and my home personally, right when we were in the middle of rebranding. And I say we because I started my photo business alongside my husband. But when we were coming back and getting ready to rebrand, As brand strategists, uh, we decided to change and take the opportunity of the time off, right, with the quarantine and with uh, the pandemic to really look at how we were going to come back and deciding how we we're going to present ourselves and reintroduce ourselves and restructure our business for the new model and everything that we wanted to pursue moving forward. When we really looked at what we wanted to pursue, what our focus was on, For both of us, we landed at branding, but for different audiences, like, for example, myself with my fellow jefas and um, himself with athletes and creative entrepreneurs and independent artists. Very same, but different, <laughs> right? Like same conversations, but very different visually and personality wise and whatnot. And right when we were coming back, I was literally in the middle of uh, working alongside brand designer, like helping me with the my logo and figuring all of that part out, really just locking in the brand behind Kita, right? And what this new presence was going to look like when my husband landed in the hospital and I almost lost him. He was there for a few weeks and got a little bleak, well, not a little, got bleak where the hospital, the doctors were telling us to get his affairs in order. And if he would be able to make it out, the quality of life would be lacking. And it was pretty scary. And so we had this very major, big catalyst at that beginning, at that start point, as we were relaunching coming back to help close that loop for anyone who may be worried. My husband is doing so much better and healthy. Thankfully, we got his condition under control. We found doctors with hope and information. So we were able to make moves and make those changes accordingly. But we started this new branch of our work of our business with that big catalyst and, and big uh, turning point for us in our personal lives. And um, so in that season, because I was mid 
rebrand made like just launching myself back into the world. I had just started a brand new Instagram page, like my Kita Zuleta photo page. And my husband was at a commission, right? Like he was healing. He was coming back. He was just recovering in general. So that had been the probably the first major health event that just us, just the two of us were going through at the time, but and not just at the time, but in general, I was still also attempting to do a version of this launch and kind of start showing up again because now at that point we had been doing our photo and video business full time. So we had been full time entrepreneurs, which is why the different levels of I was still doing photo and video when I had my Etsy shop, right? Would have different ideas or concepts of businesses or kind of branches of our brands or extensions of what we wanted to do. But Again, now during this season, it was just the two of us. We had just gotten into our new home and new to us, and we were in the middle of relaunching, and this happened. But now it was like, oh, I need to be alongside my husband and help us come back from this. But also, the business has to keep going because we have to figure out life and put food on the table and do all these things. And so that was the season that. I really had to struggle through showing up online despite what was happening in real life. And then it was really where I started sharing a bit more about like me because now I was showing up as Kita anyways, right? Like it just so happened. It all works out. I believe that everything happens for a reason very much. But so now I can see the reason for it was because I needed to pursue individual jefas during that season of loneliness, because coming out of that was a very lonely season for your girl, right? And of course, that very traumatic event caused anxiety and made it a bit harder for me to even show up on social media, even though I know the strategy, I am very well aware of what like the marketing should look like, could look like for the different avenues, right? But that showing up, the pressure of showing up on social media, right, like for a specific platform, let's say Instagram, right, just the pressure of following a standard that at the time I was learning for a few different, I still do learn from several online mentors, right, and as a DIY learner, I very much so have been divly learning all the things, right? Not just YouTube University, but Google, but definitely online mentors, plenty of books, really just wanting to understand and learn so that, of course, I can teach this to my clients, but also implement them. But implementing at that during that season, just sharing a post, just putting up a picture, just doing anything felt so heavy and was so scary and I had a friend sending a friendly email, just checking in to see how things were. And I was crippled with anxiety because it was just, there was so much heaviness going on during that season. And so during that time, I found We All Grow. And I, if you're not familiar already with We All Grow, it is the largest Latina community online. And so I was able to find We All Grow and I just jumped into the community. I had been a part of several online communities already, but most had been like paid or to learn a business strategy or for social media support or all of these different things, right? As an entrepreneur, there's so many online communities, but most of them I had invested in to be a part of. And 
outside of the investment, because so many of them were like business related, whether it was the goal or not, there was always a version of competition, right? Or this is how you're supposed to be doing things. And I would see even in the forums or because it was a lot less zoomy, <laughs> right? We were a lot less in the room. It was just talking on forums and things like that. So these conversations and threads that were happening, there would be new entrepreneurs asking for advice or an entrepreneur pivoting, asking for how to do equis or and or the other thing, or what is the preference between this program or that program? And instead of just having the help or the opinions come back, there was opinions with side jabs with, well, if you do this, where there's that. And if it's, if you want to look professional and there's a different version of how to share the information or how to even, it's this thing where I guess it's what they call gatekeeping, right? Like keeping information for yourself or not wanting to just share it openly. And I understand that there's reasons for all of those things. And it takes so much time and energy and effort to learn them. So yes, it's so important to, especially as jefas, so many of us wanting to go into the thought leadership industry. Yes, not only do we want to be investing in learning, right, but also putting that worth on ourselves. And that's a whole different level up. A whole different conversation, right? But it is possible to do. And bueno, coming back to the point, that hardship, that loneliness, I found we all grow as a community. And there was a space that they hold every week where it was just a bunch of different, I will still consider them jefas, but not everybody is a business owner, right? It's just women coming together, a bunch of Latinas in a room. And that was a season where I was not at capacity because I was Ovio, like healing, going through a hard season. And I got to join that room and just be. I didn't have to speak every day. I didn't have to come in and introduce myself. I can just be present and hear the other women in the room celebrating, having hard times, just sharing about what's going on, especially because it's not just entrepreneur base that room like we had all kinds of questions come up and man I had been missing <laughs> connecting with people and I had not even realized how lonely I was feeling like it made sense obvio like afterwards or now in hindsight like seeing that of course I felt lonely but when you get to the point of lonely or when you get to the point of realizing I'm feeling alone there's a lot of time of you being alone prior to really recognizing the, I feel lonely. I need people. You know what I'm saying? So when I found that space, it was just like a place that even if I wasn't going to share for the day, even if I was gonna even going to be on camera, I did not miss going to that room because once a week I felt like, okay, I saw my amigas. Like we're, <laughs> we're good. Everybody's fine. Like we're, there, there are other people out there, right? Like I can keep going through whatever is happening in my world, right? Because there's always a lot for every single one of us. There's so much happening in our world. And even prior to all of this, prior to the pandemic and all of that, like I've always been a host and loved getting people together and just hanging out. And so it's part of who I am naturally it was part of who I was raised to be. My I was raised in a host family host home like we were the house that 
people landed at and there was always food donde dos caben tres. <laughs> si aquí comen uno, comen dos. Like we will figure it out somehow, but you are always welcome. Like that was just the home I was raised in. So after seeing what was possible in a room like that and having already experienced the other communities that I had been in, I really had been wanting to bring together a group of women focused on entrepreneurship, but also not having the competition and also being able to just be with one another and not have it be like, because if I were to, if you were to tell me right now, introduce, I have two minutes to pitch myself. It doesn't matter how much I have practiced. The anxiety is going to be like, And even if I have it first, like I know what I do. I'm confident in my work. I know that I do a good job. I've been doing this for years now. But you tell me I now need to pitch you. It's a whole different. My stomach is tight. Like we're now like not breathing the same. (laughs) My heart rate is racing. And at that point, whether I may know what I do or not, the I feel like the circuits in my brain aren't firing in the same direction sometimes because like. At that point, now I feel like I'm fumbling just because the concept of pitching or having that Mm -hmm. like final judgment or having to have an answer at the end and asking for the order, right? Which is why when you come into Cafecito, how do I present introducing yourself? Let's practice. Let's remove the stress of saying your name and what you do and what you offer. Let's take the pressure of trying to sell someone in the room out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because if someone in the room needs your services, wants your services and likes you just because as we are talking, you now are getting to going to go hang out with Angel tomorrow who you met in Cafecito. Right. Like we're making real connections in these rooms. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of removing that need to sell the feeling that ache pressure out of being jefas like. There can be hefas in the room that are also photographers who are also brand strategists. Welcome. I love your work. Do you know what I'm saying? Because guess what? They have a different brand. They have a different voice. They have a different style. They have a different need that their people need. And I Mm -hmm. have something that my people need, right? There's, there is more than enough work out there for all of us. And Cafecito has come from and has evolved to what it is based Mm -hmm. off of so many of my experiences. And so as you heard, that hardship is really (laughs) where now my brands are. It's so much of who I am as a jefa. It's why I've come, I don't want to say the, I don't really love the word attacked, (laughs) but it's why I (laughs) pursued my brand in the manner that I did or like I went and in, like intentionally showed up in the manner that I do and the way that I create the space for Hefas to feel safe, to encourage the practicing. I know how hard it's been for me to get to the point where I can comfortably say, this is what I do and this is who I help. And confidently being able to say what I do, knowing that some people might be interested and a lot of people have no need for my services or if they need the services, they prefer to work with someone else. And that is okay. So mm-hmm. it takes some work <laughs> getting yeah. to that point. But that's a lot of where Cafecito came from and how I show up and how 
I choose to run my businesses as well. Yeah. Oh my God. There's there's just so many layers to just and I'm glad that you went into all of it because it's not like when we think about oh, what are the internal challenges that we face? I think as a coach, these are questions that I naturally have in my in just as a coach and what do people have going on in their head. But it's not simple. There's so many layers and there's so much complexity to this venture, to this journey as you're describing, as you're coming into this world of, like you said, like even pitching yourself, like that's a whole like mind. I'm sorry, I'm going to, I curse a little bit. It's a whole we mind speak fuck sometimes. This. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was just gonna say we speak French in this house too girl we're fine we're all good <laughs> okay it's a mind fuck because it's oh my it, it it brings in all these layers of like okay who am I what am mm -hmm. I selling who do I serve but how do I do it in a way that's you know me and how do I do it in a way that brings in people and how do I do it in a way that sales and, and it's just like it feels so like suffocating <laughs> so thank you for bringing that experience in and to really truly drawing that picture I feel like you drew a canvas of the experience and the canvas is like up on a gallery and it's like this <laughs> masterpiece <laughs> of the experience because that is exactly Every feeling, if we really dig deep into what it is that's like sometimes holds us back, it's all of that. It's really all of that. It's everything, all the complexities, all the sticky webs, all of the like emotion. And and, and I think one thing that I, I know about entrepreneurship or that I at least when I came into the space of like entrepreneurship is like my idea of it was don't show emotion. Everything is about information. Everything is about data. You have to be logical and you have to prove your strategy and blah, blah, blah. And what? <laughs> I, I don't operate that way. And so thank you. I am learning to receive the thank you. So I appreciate that. But and also <laughs> I share my story and I share the experience and I share all the layers to it because it's not this one sentence answer yeah. right and it's yeah. not just one thing and again it's where the foundation of how I show up for my business and especially for the community now because I learned from that experience and coming back from that and of course adding up all the other experience from before but these last two years since that major life event and the relaunch of my brand. And then, of course, as my husband has come back, also now his brand and and Cafecito and all of these things. It's why I am a highly sensitive person. I am an empath. I'm, And so when I have fellow jefas in the room, especially fellow jefas who deal with any of the same things that I struggle with as well or just showing up or just coming back from the pandemic. Let's just talk about real quick how all of us at some point 
experienced a version of loneliness. And it's why I feel like, especially in the past year, the seeking out of a community has been so important. And having that true connection and just having a space to just come and sit, it's just, it's invaluable. And I know how much that made a huge difference for myself in that season. And I needed that season. I want to say I was probably hanging out in that room for maybe four to six months, like sitting before I felt strong enough, before I felt at Mm. capacity to be able to come online and say, hey, come, whoever's willing and wants to come sit with me for cafecito, come, we're getting together at this time. You know what I'm saying? And it took a lot for me to come back from that hard time. And I'm thankfully not there anymore, but I have been there. There are moments where it may not be as dark or may not be as heavy, but life keeps having those moments. Vida es vida, right? No para. There's always ups and downs. It's always a roller coaster. And it's why Cabecito con Jefas is like the conversation that we have. It's this is real life and entrepreneurship. As entrepreneurs, as Jefas, we get to manage our own time. We get to manage our values, where we're going to prioritize our time, our energy, where we're going to pour into. Each one of us has our own reasons and passions behind why we start. But a big part of pursuing your own thing is to design your life accordingly. And each one of us has different capacity, different goals, different dreams, different setups. But in order to pursue that, it's not just pursuing the data. (laughs) And it's not just looking at all of those things, like only that, because we are not only data, we are beings. So who are you working with? You're not working with just number counters, right? You're working with people who need to talk through their emotions with you because you are coaching them through their entrepreneurial journey. And we as human beings, we as entrepreneurs, we have emotions. We are human beings just like everyone else. And it's why in the trailer for the podcast, I say we're all same but different because it doesn't matter if you are blue, green or purple. And it does not matter what who it is that you are or where, what your story is. As human beings, we share the same emotions on the inside. Same emotions mm-hmm. for different reasons, in different seasons, at different times and point of life. But we all share those same emotions. So let's talk about it as we go through this entrepreneurial journey, because we got to work through that. Like you said, like we got to work on our mindset. We need to make sure that our body is strong enough to make sure that we are properly fueled so that our brains are able to go and run creatively towards whatever project we're working on. We need to rest. We need to hydrate. Like we need to take care of our whole selves, right? And leading into the holistic entrepreneurship entrepreneurship series that's coming for the community, things like that. It's because of what came from what happened to my husband. And I truly believe that what happened to my husband, on top of just not taking care of ourselves in general, came from a season of burnout because prior to landing in the hospital, we were working with a really intense client and he was glued to his desk for an average of 22 hours a day for a couple mm-hmm. months. And so you do that to your body for a couple months. It doesn't matter how healthy you are. It's going to tap out on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where all of it is coming from. And I feel like it's so important for us to talk about 
all of it. Not because we need to share everything, not because we just need to all of a sudden let the entire world into every aspect and every detail and every thought and every emotion. It's not about just dumping it all and sharing everything online. I show y'all, y'all see my emotions, see me in my feels all the time, but I'm still a very private person as far as sharing specifically what is going on you know what I'm saying or how thick or how deep any of those emotions run or what they may be attached to it's just I'm having a hard day y'all thank you for being here with me I mentioned these workshops and what the goal is to share for them but I had to postpone them and I had to make a hard decision to to not launch them on when I wanted to and I struggled with those emotions of failing and or not meeting that goal and letting mm-hmm. down the people that I'm collaborating with, the fellow Hevas that were so graciously signed up to teach us their expertise. But I had started feeling my body yell at me and say, hey, yeah, mm. and seeing different things that I'm like, okay, <sighs> I'm feeling it. I got to pull back. And in order for me to continue to do all the things that I want to do, there are multiple things that need to change between asking for help, between showing up differently, between being okay with pushing the launch to get that time to pour energy into it the way that it truly deserves to be poured into, the way that I know Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be go into, especially as a strategist. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not doing all of these things. But Mm -hmm. so I think it's important that we talk about them. And I love that you shared how you came into it believing or thinking that it needed to be emotionless. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's a very common thought. But as a person who naturally feels at a heightened level, as a highly sensitive person, and coming from what happened, it felt like it just, it there needed to be a space. And Cafecito in general is a space that I, as a baby entrepreneur, would have loved. So I created a space that I would want to be in. And so that's where it all comes from. But we get to talk about these emotions too. And I think it's important for us to really do that work so that we can manage everything else logically as well so that we can check our emotions and manage them as well and do both of those things simultaneously. Yeah. I want to say it louder for the people in the back because (laughs) it's so true. It's so true. Everything that you said, I came into your community, into the space of Cafecito con Jefas at the moment where I was feeling so alone, where I was feeling so isolated, where I was feeling as if, what the hell am I doing alone? I come from working in healthcare and I worked in a very corporate type of setting. And even though we were remote workers, we had team meetings all the time. But now I'm literally by myself in this business and doing that for a whole year, pretty much almost a whole year before I found your community. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I need something to reinvigorate me, to bring that fire back because for some reason, we have this thought or this picture that as a business owner, everything that we create or come up with has to be like in isolation or in a bubble. 
And and for some reason, and you don't realize that's not possible long term, that we still do that and that we still it until it becomes so blatantly obvious that no, you need other people, you need people to learn from, you need people to receive mentorship from, you need people that can support you, cheer you on, give you, como se dice, porras, mm -hmm. you need that. And like I had, you know, my husband too. And I remember this in our meeting yesterday for like supportive husbands. Yeah, we have supportive husbands, but that's one person. <laughs> that's their job is to support us. So, but we need like other like people to also have that be in that experience go through that journey with us learn from grow with and share so I'm really grateful to have found what you've created and that you've had the the energy that you had the idea to bring it to life and to bring it to other people and to know that if you're feeling that other people are going to be feeling that too thank you for bringing that and bringing it to light faster i would say because imagine if everyone felt like this and they didn't find a community or didn't know what to do or how to come out of that they'd still be in this cycle of loneliness of feeling like they don't belong, feeling all the feelings. But finally, when you find someone that you realize that, that these are common feelings that are like, oh, okay, so how do you deal with it? <laughs> how do you do it? But it's all in community. So you're bringing this event, in-person event, and I want you to talk about it because I feel like that's coming up and it's really important. I know you talked a little bit about it in the beginning, but can you first talk about what we can expect from the upcoming weeks and what that is going to bring to people that are looking forward to it. I just want to highlight that because it's coming up. I want people to know about it so people can like really bring their butts over. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to share about it. Because as you mentioned, we got together last night with the official Cafecito con Jefas party planning committee. I'm so grateful to you and the other Jefas who are really joining forces to bring this event to life. It is truly an event that is created for the community and by the community, which is why we do have quite a large party planning committee because this event, the biggest goal and vision and purpose behind this event is to bring our community in person together. We've been getting together as a community now for a little over a year, as I mentioned at the beginning. There's many of us that have been around, whether it's just in the past month or have been around for a year, where we're now seeing our coworkers on a weekly basis or as often as we're able to come. And having our fellow jefas around virtually is so incredibly important and life-changing to be able to have coworkers as an entrepreneur because it is a very lonely, lonely road. But this event, we will be starting it off with exclusive. It'll be like a VIP portion of it. So we'll have less tickets sold to the first few hours where it'll be a very intimate setting and we'll have a live podcast panel. So yours truly will have 
a few other panelists. And so we'll be leading a discussion on talking about taking advantage of networking and growing in community and really just wanting to start the conversation that we as a whole, as a group, can continue throughout the evening, right? Or throughout the day, because this event is really going to be designed for us to spend quality time together as uh, jefas, right? Like we average a solid 20 to 25 women every cafecito and co-working. There's a wide variety of us. And so the goal is for this day, not to just link up with your, your jefa bestie and then just hang out all day. It's let's get to know as many of your jefas as possible. Let's practice networking. Many of us are just getting used to practicing in a virtual setting and getting used to our square boxes and getting comfortable hiding behind. I have my desk here, right? Like it still feels like a version of protection, right? Like I am safe. All you need to see is my, my head in the screen. And as long as that looks fine, we're good. But it's a whole different thing. Now that we have already begun practicing, we already know some faces, we're familiar with each other. The goal of coming to this event is not just to come together and spend time, but to practice that networking part. Because so many of us, including yourself, have experienced the growth in our businesses because we have either connected with or collaborated with or simply worked with on a working level with our fellow jefas. And like we were saying earlier, it's not a pitching space, but because the goal is to practice talking about who we are, what we do, who we serve, and like the offerings we are having, because we actively practice saying those things, even if it's not the fellow jefas in the room, we have also created a culture where jefas are uh, referring their fellow jefas to potential clients or to just speaking their names in rooms of opportunity. So what a better opportunity for us to come together and just solidify in person these relationships, these support systems. I know that I had the opportunity last month to share space and be in the same room with 12 of the Cafecito Cafas. And I'm getting chills just thinking about it because it just felt so good. Ya los conozco. Like they're my friends. <laughs> like they're my fellow jefas. Like it's was just so special and all we wanted was more time to just be and so that is where this first event because the goal is for this to grow into more common things so we can have an in-person networking event more often but this is just the first and for this event we'll be starting with that private podcast we'll have that conversation to encourage us and start the conversation around how we want to present ourselves as brands, as jefas, and introducing ourselves in the room, networking, and growing in community, right? So those will be the themes we'll be talking about and leading into a cafecito in person. And so it's another reason why that room will be a bit more private so that that way we can have that time where we are talking just like in cafecito and really having this conversation collectively so that when this formal hour of conversation as a group is over, we can then break apart and network, but continue on with this similar conversation because we're already in this. How can I support you? How can we support each other? What are you working on? What are you excited about? Like, how are things going? So many times 
because some of us have already or a lot of us have already introduced ourselves in cafecito, it gets to be a, hi, how are you doing? Tell me more instead of just starting from scratch. But also this will be after that intimate few hours on the front end, because we'll be having that podcast panel, private networking, and then first access to our very own mini Hefa market. So we'll also be having vendors from within the community, fellow Hefas, who will be taking up space and bringing their their goods, whatever it is that they are making and highlighting. And we can also then support our fellow Hefas, um, especially going into uh, the holiday season. What a better place to spend our money than with our fellow Hefas, right? So many of us are going to be buying gifts anyways. And so if we bring our Christmas list with us, we can maybe find some of our Christmas gifts alongside our fellow jefas. And we're also supporting them. And even if we don't buy from them, we'd be able to give them a shout out on Instagram and take a quick picture. And so a real big part of that event will go into the market. And that second half of the party, I like to call it a party because that's where we go into what is, I feel like it's going to be a bit of an elevated not backyard party, but technically it's like a courtyard party. So we'll have the half on market, we'll have food, we'll have cafecito, we're manifesting a DJ. But regardless, even if it's an iPod on a speaker, we will have a playlist going and we will be dancing and just having a great time. So that is what the event is going to flow and be like. But especially for that second part where we open the doors a bit more for that backyard party and the market portion, that's where we'll really be able to also stretch our networking skills because then we'll have a bit more people, right? Those of us who will get to be in that exclusive intimate space, it kind of is, is definitely an extension of Cavacito, right? That safe space. It's easier because it's a smaller group of people, but then we still want to take those same skills we're practicing during that time and when a new uh, group of people come and join us for the second half of the party, let's then use these skills that we've been practicing and introduce ourselves and shake as many hands as possible and really just look at what this event can be as a place to connect, <laughs> place to find as many of your fellow jefas on Instagram and say, hey, let me at least follow you and we can follow each other's journey and maybe we can connect in the future. Maybe we can collaborate on Instagram. Maybe we can follow along for any products or just share any of those things. That's what this event is really going to be, right? Like just a space for us to come hang out. We have the market, we'll have the podcast, we'll have, you know, cafecito, of course, and music. But really, it's going to be just this safe place for us to come, we get to hang out and then really practice those networking skills and then showing up as jefas and being able to say, hi, my name's Kita and this is what I do. If we don't already know our fellow jefas, because of course, the goal is to always grow the community. And because as you mentioned, there are still people out there who don't have a community that are feeling lonely. If you are feeling lonely, jefa, come. We are going to welcome you with open arms. We get together every Wednesday, every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We have had a jefas from all over the world come. It is a free space. You just get to come. You don't have to say anything if you do not want to, but just come and see that you are not alone because that is what this space is for. And so hopefully in November, we also not only get to enjoy the space together as the jefas who have been getting together, but of course we then get to hopefully 
open our arms up and our community up to anyone else who is feeling lonely and they can hopefully feel that in instant feeling of I am safe, I am not alone, and I can show up as myself in this space. That is definitely the vision for the event. That event is going to take place in Long Beach on November 12th. What you can expect in the next few weeks was obviously uh, once we open up the registration will be the two-tiered tickets for that intimate time at the beginning and the backyard party towards the end of the day, as well as just sharing a bit of what we're doing as a community to try to raise those funds and get donations and sponsorships for the event as the goal is to create a lot of visibility for not just our fellow jefas within the community, but definitely for our sponsors and looking for the sponsorships to be able to help provide this space and so that we can continue doing these networking safe space events and be able to have them be more common. We're definitely seeking out help from the community. It's why it's a, it's an event being put together by the community. And so it's an opportunity to really say, okay, great. We have this platform. We have a really strong community. We may be small, but we are mighty and we are powerful and um, we lift one another up. And so I know that if there are sponsors or people interested in what they can receive from the community in this, I know that y'all will receive lots of not just love, but actual movement, I know that there will also be plenty of Hevas actually investing in so many of the goal is to keep this money within the community. And so if we're able to then lift one another up, that is the whole goal behind so much of it. So we'll definitely be sharing all, all about that, as well as the workshops that are coming up, a portion of those proceeds are going to be going towards funding the event and making sure we can get all of this together for everyone. That's definitely what can be expected from the next month. And what we're going to be doing, of course, as the party planning committee get continues to get together and plan all of it out, more details will be coming out. But that is what the event will be on November 12th in Long Beach. I, I want to say awesome and amazing at the same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs> okay, thank you for sharing that. I am so excited. Please come out for those of you listening. You heard it. We have this event coming up November twelfth, and there's so much information that's going to come out in the next few weeks. And I please get your butt there. As soon as more details and information, we, I will be sharing. And so be on the lookout for it. Anticipate it. Come out. Come party with us. Practice your skills. Practice taking up space. And again, if this is new to you and like you're in that space where you're feeling lonely, where you're feeling the same emotions that Askita was describing earlier, there is this space on Wednesdays and Fridays for where we literally just work in silence together and then we come together and share, share what's going on. But I thank you for sharing all of that. I'm so excited. And as we wrap up, where can people find you? How can people learn more about you? If they want to work with you, where can they see you and hang out with you? 
Firstly, the website is quitazuleta.com. And there, we're currently sharing a website with Cafecito con Jefas. So there is the Work with Quita page, but then there's a Cafecito con Jefas page that then shows the podcast and the Cafecito and Coworking. If follow the breadcrumbs and click all the buttons, you'll find all the links and you can sign up for all the different kinds of forms and emails. Like I send a lot of the community announcements via email. So if you're at all interested in this event and or the Cafecito and Coworking, those invitations are sent out specifically via email. So be sure to join the email list. You can also easily find that on the bio to our community Instagram, which is at Cafecito con Jefas. That's where you'll be able to see all of the Cafecito and co-working information, as well as the podcast and everything community related is going to be on that page. So if you are at all interested, be sure to check out Cafecito con Jefas on Instagram. My personal or work uh, Instagram is Quita Zuleta Photo. And that's where you'll be able to see any of my branding photography, as well as um, how you'd be able to see how I work in my process for brand strategy as well. Um, so if you're at all interested in working with me, feel free to check that out and fill um, out the form for a branding consultation. I'd love to sit face to face. I'm really big on having cafecito over Zoom. So I love to structure my consultations in that way to see if we're a good fit, how we can be a good fit, and or if we're just going to be in community together, I'd love to get to know you. So feel free to jump on my calendar and we can have a chat. Yeah. So the website and really Instagram is where I hang out. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kita. I will make sure to include all of the links in the show notes. So please come over to the show notes to make sure to find all of the information and links so you can get connected. And I just want to say thank you so much for making the time, for coming on the podcast, for really sharing yourself, your wisdom, your knowledge, your spirit, and your energy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Truly an honor to have you in uh, the community, being a part of it, as well as now on the party planning committee. I'm so excited for us to continue walking alongside each other and growing. Thank you for this opportunity to share on your podcast. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right, y'all. That was Kita Suleta of Kita Suleta Photo and the Cafecita con Jefas community and podcast. I know that you got so much from Kita from this episode. She drops so much wisdom. And I am so happy that Kita was able to come on the show and really share like I said, in her energy and her passion. And I know how dedicated she is to this community of Hefas that she's built and that we all get to be a part of. I hope that you get your tickets once they're available to come to the event on November 12th. So you have time. If you need to budget for it, you can do so. It's going to be so fun, so worth it. Come practice your skills network get your name out there take up space and meet other fellow jefas who are in the same journey i like i said i'm beyond grateful for kita because she has created a space where we've all needed to feel safe 
to come on and introduce ourselves and really say who we are and what we do and how we help each other and the community and the services that we, that we provide. So I'm so grateful. All right. Other than that, please remember to come on over to the show notes to visit Gita's website, her Instagram. If you're curious, send her an email or, you know, shout, shout her out on Instagram and remember to add her and follow her and support this community. All right, y'all. Have a great rest of your week. Happy Monday. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you all next week. Bye.